I am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. You are listening to Start in the Middle, episode 60. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are finally getting some rain here in South Texas, and it is awesome. I tried to do a little bit of work on my back patio today just so that I could hear the rain falling, but along with the rain comes those pesky little mosquitoes. So I tried to hold out as long as I could, but after a while, I just couldn't bat them away anymore. So I went ahead and I came back inside. But hey, no harm, no foul, right? We had a, I had an opportunity to just enjoy listening to the rain as I was writing this podcast. So for those of you who don't know me, maybe this is your first time listening to my podcast. I am Christy Fellini, and I am a life coach certified through the Life Coach School, and I help midlife women create true self-confidence so that they can stop feeling like they don't matter. And why is this important? Well, it's important because you want an amazing life. I know you do. And creating that true self-confidence is going to help you to have an amazing life. It's also going to help you to stop just letting life just happen, okay? And that's what we do sometimes at midlife. We stop just before the breakthrough. We stop just short of the magic that is just around the corner. And what ends up happening is we just let life happen, right? We're not super intentional with the way that we are living our lives. We aren't super intentional with what we are creating in our lives. So that is why it's important. So the month of August, I was talking to you and centering around aging powerfully, okay? So all last month, I talked to you about aging powerfully, and I talked to you about how there are so many things that you can do, things like taking care of your skin, getting enough sleep, getting in some exercise, also taking care of of your mental health by doing things that stretch you rather than just staying stuck and just letting life just happen. Stop saying things like, I have to do this or that. And then what ends up happening is your brain starts to spiral in overwhelm or in anxiousness and to stop doing things that you don't want to because you are afraid or you are worried about what someone else might say about you, how they might think about you. 
And so stop doing those things that you don't want to do. You're sacrificing your own happiness for something that may not even happen. All right. So there's one more topic that I wanted to share with you. And this kind of gives us a little bit of a segue into our topic for September, which is all about relationships. So you know how I am always suggesting to you to get curious about things, get curious about your thoughts, get curious about why you are thinking a particular thought or where you might think that that particular thought comes from. So the other day I went for a run and I kind of situated myself so that about halfway through my, you know, my intended miles, um, I could take a potty break. Yeah, midlife potty problems, right? But as I walked out of the restroom and I passed some other folks, you know, enjoying their afternoon, it dawned on me that I did not even look at myself in the mirror. Okay, well, why is that a big deal? Um, Because what if, and this is, you know, just one of those silly thoughts that comes into my brain. What if I had mascara like running down my face and I come across these people and I look, you know, scary, right? So that's what made me think of the fact that I hadn't even looked in the mirror. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a funny little story, okay? So when my husband and I first got together, something that I noticed with him is that if him and I were like having a conversation in the restroom, I could always catch him like looking past me and looking at himself in the mirror. And he does that still to this day. And I think it's so funny. But at first, when I noticed that he was doing that, you know, like normally when you have a conversation with someone, you know, you're making eye contact with them, but he looks past me and he watches himself talk in the mirror. And at first I thought, my gosh, this dude is like so full of himself, right? And even though I have mentioned it to him a time or two, I can still, I still kind of catch him doing that. But I just think that that's so funny. Okay. And so this is what got me to thinking about the fact that, you know, when I came out of that restroom that I hadn't even looked at myself in the mirror. So as I'm passing this sweet couple, you know, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do I, you know, look like a goofball, you know, with mascara running down my face because of the fact that I didn't even look up. I didn't even glance. So of course my curiosity piqued me and I started self-coaching. Okay. So I started asking myself the question, is there something behind not conscientiously looking at yourself in the mirror. And the truth is, you know, maybe it means nothing, right? Maybe it means nothing. Maybe it just means that I'm so used to running with no makeup on at all that it's never bothered me before. So, you know, why do I care about it now? 
right? Or maybe it means that you're so used to not connecting with yourself that looking in the mirror would actually mean that you are actually acknowledging the woman looking back at you. So think about that for a minute. Is this you? Is this a pattern that you've noticed in yourself? You know, whenever you, you know, go to wash your hands, um, do you not even allow that glance in the mirror? Because for whatever reason, you know, is it that you don't want to connect with that woman looking back at you? Is it that you have your self-confidence on lockdown that doesn't even phase you to not check out your hair or check out your makeup because it's not even on your thought radar. So in all actuality, it could be any number of things. And so what I want to talk to you about is that connection with yourself, that relationship with yourself. So do you struggle with not liking the woman looking back at you in the mirror? Do you wish that she was different? See, ladies, I promise you that I did for such a long time. And I did until it just became too exhausting. And when I finally discovered that all of my own happiness surrounded around me accepting myself is when I decided for the last time that yes, I am truly worthy just as I am. You see, it has taken me years to understand how I feel about myself, the way that I treat myself and how I talk to myself. And when we are able to do that, we start to realize that all of these things, how I feel about myself, how I treat myself, how I talk to myself, it is a direct reflection of how I will show up to the world. And ladies, I can tell you this, you can only hide that for so long. And choosing to not do the work to accept who you are right now is only going to prolong the hurt, the suffering, the self-loathing, and it's also going to hinder how you show up in this world as a caring, compassionate human being. Ladies, you see, you can be sweet as sunshine to all of those that you come in contact with. But I promise you, if you don't like yourself, others can tell. You may think that you're keeping that sneaky little secret to yourself, but others can see. Others can see, especially when you are having a conversation and you bring up judgments about yourself. When you're having a conversation and you look like you are just so uneasy within your own skin. 
So you may be thinking that it is a secret that you are keeping within yourself, but it's actually not. Now, I'm not telling you this to make you think that other people's opinions should matter because you have heard me say on more than one occasion that they don't. But I am wanting you to recognize what a heavy load it is to carry around. That self-loathing, that non-acceptance of who you truly are, it's almost like carrying a heavy purse full of bricks, and each brick has some nasty little saying on it of all the hurtful things that you keep playing on repeat in your brain. So I want to share with you an excerpt from Brene Brown's book, The Gift of Imperfection. And this is um, something that I have been diving into in my own reading and in my own self-coaching practice. And so she writes, if we want to know why we're all so afraid to let our true selves be seen and known, we have to understand the power of shame and fear. If we can't stand up to the never good enough or who do you think you are, we can't move forward. So powerful. And so I ask you, are you ready to stand up to those two thoughts? Are you ready to stand up to I've never been good enough? Or are you ready to stop playing small by thinking Who do you think you are? You see, here is where I normally give you some action steps, some steps for you to get started. But the truth is that coming to the conclusion that you are tired of not accepting yourself for who you truly are, and that it is just too exhausting to try to keep showing up to others in a way that is not authentically who you truly are it's going to take more work than just a couple of action steps. It's going to take a foot down on the pavement and declaring this is where the rubber meets the road and I am ready to do the work. You see, when I made this decision for myself, I had tried all the self-help books to try and help me figure out what was wrong with me. You see, shame and fear. I had tried every diet and every haircut because I didn't think that I was appealing enough. I didn't think that I was pretty. I had tried digging deep into God's word. And you know that the Bible says that he loves us, but I myself didn't believe it. You see, I went to therapy and both times my therapists, they were a really great avenue for helping me talk through things. But it wasn't until I experienced coaching that I really started examining things like my upbringing, the behaviors and social emotional behaviors that I learned from both my parents and my siblings, and even how I chose to rear my own children, that I had what I call a true awakening. The awakening of awareness that we are all here 
on this earth. And even though we may be from different cultures, different backgrounds, different religious beliefs, we all want to be loved, seen, and to feel like we matter. And that has to start with giving those things to yourself. So I want to leave you with this paragraph again from Brene's book, The Gifts of Imperfection. And I highly encourage you to get a copy for yourself. I also highly encourage you to look into coaching. So here she writes, owning our own story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy. The experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we discover the infinite power of our own light. So if you would like to experience the power of coaching, it would be my honor to meet with you and I want to hear your story. I will share with you the tools that I have learned within my coaching practice that I share with all of my clients. And when you apply these tools, I promise you, your life is going to change. You will stop feeling like you don't matter. So I encourage you to visit my website, christyballardfellaini.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-B-A-L-L-A-R-D-F as in Frank, A-L-A-N-Y.com. If you click on the work with me page, there is a call to action button that tells you book your free consult now. This chat is just a conversation between two midlife ladies, and I want to share with you, again, some of the tools that I offer in my coaching practice so that you can have that life-changing experience as well. You guys, I hope that this gives you an opportunity to be curious about your own relationship with yourself. Where do you guys stand? And I want you to think about the possibility of creating who it is that you want to be in your future. And we together can make that happen. You guys have an amazing week. Who is your life coach? I would love the opportunity to work with you as you are rediscovering the woman you were meant to be. Visit ChristyBallardFellaini.com for more information on how we can work together to ignite that passionate, enthusiastic woman who may have been tucked away for some time. Let's start in the middle together.